Hello? Hi, it's Robert. Do you want to be on the show? Never call me again. Hello, welcome. My name is Robert, and this is Never Call Me Again. Tyrone, how are you? Uh, pretty fantastic. Yeah, I, yeah, I like the hat. <laughs> I, I like the <laughs> hat. You. you always um, you always show up with a nice hat. Yeah, I like to change it up. I've been starting to put together a collection of them. So, yeah, I saw you um, a while back. Got a um, and so I was watching one of your videos on YouTube, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Is is primarily, mm-hmm. you know, your YouTube channel, but. Um, and so you had entered the the road contest and yeah. got the consolation prize. And one of the things you <laughs> got was a hat. And I loved your response. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's I, I've just kind of somewhat recently got into this wearing trucker hat kind of thing. And uh, so for me, it was kind of like the perfect prize to get or perfect consolation prize. Yeah, for sure. And so... I have so many questions and, and you know, I wanted to start, um, actually, actually we'll get back to that, but what do you do when you're not doing YouTube? You, you seem to do YouTube with relative ease and I, I have to wonder what your background is. Uh, I am a graphic designer. That is my, my nine to five gig that I've been doing for quite a while now. And, uh, I've always kind of been interested in filmmaking and I finally decided to like start getting kind of serious and actually do it, not just think about it, but do it uh, a few years ago, like maybe about like four or five years ago. And then YouTube kind of came after that as just like a combination, maybe like an outlet to experiment with different things, but also a little bit of an excuse to not work on other projects, maybe. <laughs> Hey, it's a nice distraction. It um, yeah, but I still feel like accomplished in a way by doing it. So I, I can imagine it's it's a lot of work. You don't, um, you know, when you when you go and you watch a video, you think, oh man, this this looks so easy, and um, you don't really get a sense in, until you're doing it just how involved it is. And um, and so I saw the, I saw what you were doing, and I thought, and, and so you do a lot of stuff with cameras, and so obviously filmmaking mm-hmm. is interesting is is what your interest is but um you know there just seems to be this relative ease and so what's your background with 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 photography with videography is there any is you just learn this um pretty much everything that i do i've i'm kind of self-taught in so even as a graphic designer i um i kind of worked my way up into that so i didn't go to school for any of that so that's just how it all is Lots of lots of reading and doing my own research and everything. So nice. And so, how how much of that research did you do on YouTube? Any? Um, some. It's a mixed bag. Uh, honestly, I, I'd say like the, the the maybe the quality of the content to learn from on YouTube is is quite recent that there's like really good quality content for doing that. So I guess when I was trying to learn stuff, it still wasn't even there yet. 
Yeah, I get that. I, um, I watched a video earlier and it made me think of you. Uh, actually, a series of videos that I've seen recently have kind of brought you to mind. And, and so one of them was, and so it's this older guy, older than either of us, surprisingly. And, um, and he's got a huge following. But he was, um, he was saying, you know, hey, you know, the YouTube started out as silly cat videos, and it did. And, yeah. and I've heard that <laughs> phrase a few times. And, and I do recall that um, when, I, when I started um, my podcast, that's, that's how I got all the information was. I just, I just YouTubed everything and was like, well, they know everything. And um, after a while, you know, the algorithm starts feeding you things um, that they think you'll, that, that, that it thinks you'll be interested in. And, and the the quality of the videos after a while started getting better and better and better. The audio, the video, everything was, and and so the better the quality, the the you know the more solid the information. At least that's the thought. And um, one of the things that that has been a recurring theme with with what I've been looking at recently is, um, and so that that gentleman's video and a few other videos, and I and I recently sat down with Aiden Wolf from. Um, from Dark Corner Studios, and one of the things that he said was, um, it was really important to to be yourself and to have a personality that that is genuine, and because that will come through. Yeah, well, I've found that it's that that that's kind of weird because you need to be genuine. You need to be yourself. You can't put on an act, but you do need to crank that up because the camera doesn't see it. And I found that there's points when, when I'd be shooting something where I feel that I like just, I kind of went over the top. And then when I watched it, I'm like, oh, that's actually where it should have been. So it's like, it's so easy to come across being really dry, being yourself. You have to just push it. You have to push the envelope. Yeah, I get that. I, um, you know, and so, so you know, I've, I've, I've sat in front of the, the camera, just me in a room. And it's really unnatural to, to be in a room by yourself and, and just, <laughs> just recording. And, um, I, I look at that and I'm just like, fuck, am I really this boring? Is this, is this who I am? <laughs> and, um, you know, and so, you know, what was weird is a few days ago, I, um, I was looking at C stands and I, you know, I, I, I got this, I, I just all of a sudden, this epiphany, I don't, I don't know what it is, maybe this need to just, you know, throw some money away. But I decided all of a sudden out of nowhere, you know what, I, I, need, a, I need a C stand. Like, you know, that, that might make <laughs> me, that might make it real if I have one. And, I, and so I started looking at videos and eventually the algorithm fed me your channel. And, and so you, and I have to be honest, um, and so the C stand that you that you um, were reviewing is the one that I'm interested in. Yeah, it's the cheapest one. Yeah, but it seems to be like <laughs> it seems like it's pretty good quality. And what was interesting is as I watched the video, the um, the C stand really wasn't the star. I, I I felt like there was this equilibrium between you and the product, you and the review, and um, it was your personality that made me say, "Well, I want to go see what." is going on with this guy. I want to know who he is. I want to see what, you know, I want to, I want to see other videos. And, um, I actually, I don't remember if it was that video or a different one. There was a comment down in the comments. Somebody, um, had commented on your personality and that they were going to subscribe based on that. And I thought, 
That is an awesome compliment. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I like getting getting those ones. The that's like, why don't you have X amount of subs? It makes you feel like you're on on the right track. And my channel, well, this the Gearhead channel, is uh, it's like pretty freshly minted. Uh, I've only been doing it for a couple months. I'm I think like 15 episodes into it, and I've been doing like on my like I guess personal whatever channel that I've been doing for I guess over three years now is just comp- it's just like a shotgun approach to making videos and of course that's the best way to get like no subscribers or views (laughs) but um uh so yeah actually what had happened is i was doing the odd kind of like gear video and then like this gearhead type segment kind of would pop up every once in a while and after a while that was just like if I go and look at my stats, it's probably like 99% of all my views were just a handful of those videos. And that's why I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to, I think it's too late to pivot that channel. So I'm just going to like roll it all out into a new one. And using that three years of messing around with all of this stuff, let me, I think hit the ground running with what I was doing. I had like a very clear sense of what I wanted to do structurally. Um, I had had done enough um, like really bad videos for a long time to get better at my presentation. And uh, I, you know what? It's for being as fresh as it is, it is seeing some uh, really good growth, I think. It is. I um, And so I subscribed early in the week and um and so i found your channel and i, I hit subscribe um because like i kind of wanted to see i'm like you know i i really like the i like the yellow tinted glasses um and so those were the glass and i'm like are they, is this guy wearing shooting glasses and, and the hat <laughs> i think you were wearing one of your videos so yeah now wearing, that i got these on <laughs> yeah you're wearing those I'm glasses range yeah you're wearing those glasses and a wayne's world hat and i'm like you'd be kidding me and um <laughs> the the personality was just there and i thought man and so at that point you had 123 subscribers and so i looked just a little while ago and um, i wanted to refresh my memory because earlier in the day you had 150 subscribers and then when i looked last time there was 152 and i thought wow you know it's interesting to to watch someone grow and um you know, that's the thing though. And, and so you said, you know, you were talking about your other channel, you, you know, in that this channel was born out of that. And I think mm-hmm. that, I think that the thought is, is that, well, I can, I can start a channel and it will take off and, and it will be amazing. And, and I'll just have all of these views. And I think it's really important to, to figure out, and that's what it sounds like you've done. You figure out where you fit in, who you are, what your personality is, and and what the point is of, of your channel. And then maybe maybe you you if 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 it's convenient, then you alter the channel you have. If not, you you, you venture on to other things. And once you've found that that niche, niche, however you want to pronounce it, that um that's where you fit. Yeah. It's well, they always say uh, what you need to do on YouTube is be consistent, but that can mean a lot of things. And I think you can have a, a, like 
you could be consistent in format. You could be consistent in subject matter. You can be consistent in, you know, your, your presentation or like there's something you gotta like hook onto it. And then within that framework, that's where you get to play around. So you need to be consistent, but you need to always be doing something different. It's doing this stuff is all about those weird um, paradoxes. I think if you want to do something that's uh, like that's like captivating content and something that people will keep coming back for, not that I'm any kind of like uh, um, anyone you should really talk to <laughs> about that, you know. But uh, I, I think it makes I guess, sense. I guess that's that's also what I, I what I look for in creators. So. So I guess that's what I'm applying to myself. It makes sense, you know. Um, and so a couple of the videos that I that I watched and I was referring to earlier were um, one was one was with a photographer. Yeah, so one was with the photographer, and the other one was just this old guy um, with a with a ton of subscribers. And his his whole shtick is this is this is how you how you make it on YouTube. And so he's got one of those how to how to be a, a gazillionaire on YouTube videos um, channels and. Um, the, the one thing, the one thing that they both really emphasized was being yourself, having a personality. And um, they, they, they talked a lot about charisma. They talked a lot about um, the photographer was actually going around the country talking to other photographers and videographers who have channels and kind of getting a sense of who they were. And, um, you know, the very first person that he talked to said, hey, you know, it... Um, he said, I fall into the same traps as everyone where I will, I will go and watch um, a video and all of a sudden I need a, I need a, I need a C stand. And, and, you know, next thing you know, I'm, I'm having a conversation with um, Tyrone from Gearhead. He didn't say that, but that's my experience. <laughs> and, um, but the thing is, is you, it's, it's easy to fall into these, these traps of, I, I need these things. I must have these things. And it occurred to me last week, and so I'm getting ready. I'm redoing my studio, and I'm, I'm actually going to buy some of the equipment that you've um, reviewed. And I, you know, it occurred to me, you know, I can I can have fifty thousand dollars worth of equipment. My channel can still suck because yeah. I have to figure <laughs> out who I am and and how that relates and how that will resonate with with my viewer. And um, I wonder, and so that was, was that a three-year process for you of, of really figuring out who you are and, and what it is you're going to put out there? Uh, in a way, yes. Um, I think I, I was just, YouTube, my, my old YouTube channel is kind of just like an outlet and it was always like trying like different things, not because I wanted to see what stuck as much as it was what did I feel like making at the time? And that evolved from, it started off as basically like a talking head, kind of me sitting on my couch talking about like films and filmmaking. And it was just rambling nonsense. And uh, then it started getting a little more into uh, talking about like process and gear, you know, a little bit. And then I started like, uh, doing what everyone does and tries out doing movie reviews. And uh, then it just kind of turned into more of like an actual vlog. So I would just do all these weird little segments of the stuff I'm doing or going on trips and all that. And 
yeah after a while then it also almost became a parody of a youtube channel <laughs> and i think it finally hit the end of the road where especially after kind of almost trying to take the piss out of uh youtube type content i was like okay i think i've hit like the postmodern edge of the type of content i could make and i'm like if i want to keep on making videos now i have to you know i have to settle down i gotta grow up about it <laughs> and it kind of happened at the same time as those other videos kind of like leading the pack on the channel i'm like okay well that's clearly that's that's something that that works and if i'm going to keep doing it i might as well do something that works how do you how do you come up with content now um it would seem like you would eventually i mean eventually you'd, it'd seem like you'd run out of stuff how do you how do you come up with something to make a video about you know what that was a little bit of like a concern going into it uh, and I decided like the, the format that I was going to use is a, like, a, like a 10 episode season where I do, uh, 10 episodes, one each week. And the idea is that I write out my outlines and as many scripts as possible for those 10. And then once I have that, I'm like, okay, now I'm just going to make them one, once I'm past that 10, then I restart that process. And it was. At first, I'm kind of like, oh, shit, how am I going to come up with 10 ideas? And then as I was going, I'd kind of hit 10. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to push one of these ahead and add one into that. And by the time I had 10 ready, I actually had like five more after that. And with kind of in my second batch now, that's like happening over again. I'm, I'm making them and as I'm going, I'm like, you know what? No, I want to do something else here. Push that other one ahead. So I'm thinking that once this group of 10 episodes is done, uh, I'm going to probably have like ideas for another 10 and hopefully I can kind of like keep that momentum going. And it's almost as if the, the more stuff that I hit, the more ideas spring from it. I, I, I kind of get that. I get that. Um, you know, it's kind of like having a conversation. And so the more you, the more you get into it, the more, you know, you can, you can sit down and, and, and so here's your, here's your four or five, 10 hundred questions. And, and, you know, you never get to half of them because out of the conversation, out of the situation, out of, um, the YouTube channel, out of the process, um, all these other things kind of come in and, and, and fill up that void and, and inspire and kind of lead and direct. And so, um, what is the, what is the direction? What, what is the channel define what the channel is today and, and, and where you want to see it? Where is it going? Yeah, I don't know where it's going, but I do like where it's going. I'm pretty happy with it so far. Um, I guess one of the reasons I'd say that I kind of started making content to begin with is, doing my my short films and my filmmaking that I do do um, you want to do that stuff you don't want to do that stuff in a vacuum and I wanted to create a bit of an audience like pre-made audience for any kind of like filmmaking that I do and so I thought well if I can kind of like generate some sort of following then with my YouTube channel that if I make a short film or if I want to crowdfund a project like that I have somebody to bring it to and um, so that's kind of that, if there's an ulterior motive, <laughs> that would be it. Where it's, I, 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 
I do like making this content. I wouldn't make it if I didn't like it. And I, if I didn't think that I was good at it, but uh, it also, yeah, lets me build up some sort of audience that I can, you know, it's like, Hey, you like this? How about, how, how about that? <laughs> right. I always would you like a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah. Just a slice. I always yeah. wonder when I, you know, whether it's someone that, that does YouTube or, or, you know, any of my guests, you know, whenever I sit down with somebody, I always wonder, like, how did you, how did you get started? What, what inspired you one day to just say, Hey, I, I, I want to make YouTube videos. Um, for me, here, here's a, a funny thing is like several years ago, I had entered a, uh, this contest called the, uh, the film supply challenge. It was the first year that they did it where you'd go and like pick out, um, a bunch of stock footage and you could make like a movie trailer or something with that. And, uh, I, I, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do this credit sequence for it. And, uh, lo and behold, I actually won. And I won a trip to uh, South by Southwest, and it was it was and like probably like I don't know maybe uh, like ten thousand dollars worth of gear or something like that. It's like I won I got a whole bunch of like road equipment, and I've never paid for any of it. And um, that was like so that was that first step by you know I'm like okay I can make this stuff and it's good. You know, it, that, that was probably the biggest thing. There was like, you know, winning that trip and that whole experience, but also that idea that what the stuff that I make is good. And uh, right after that happened, I started dating my girlfriend and she was into a bunch of YouTubers and that, like Casey Neistat and everything, who I didn't know who that was. And I wish I did because he was speaking at South by Southwest that year. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, damn it. I, you know, I could have could have been there for that and looking back i'm also like damn i could have like documented that whole that whole trip and made content from that but uh so her getting me into watching these videos is what really made me do it did you you, you went uh, no to i didn't I, I didn't go i didn't go to see him because i didn't know who he was <laughs> wow wow that's funny you so you know who he is now i i, I like oh, yeah. him as well any um I just, I just like anything that's really well done and interesting. And so you said you, um, you want a bunch of road equipment. Um, are you talking about the brand road or? Yeah. Really? I, yeah. I have a bunch of road equipment. I had to buy mine. It kind of sucks. <laughs> it, um, I love the equipment. It's just, um, it's a little pricey, you know, some of it. And, um, yeah, well, it's I, kind of funny. Like I, I got that, uh, that pack from, uh, for the, my road reel. And um, I open it up and I'm like, oh, it's more free stuff. I, I don't I don't want to tell them. I don't want to let them know that I've never paid for anything from them. But <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, man. That's you know, that's kind of their thing. And so they, um, you know, they um, they build really good stuff for the most part. I, I really haven't. I don't think There's, I've purchased anything I don't like. They're really I, well, I guess that's probably changing now, but they're, they were really the only player kind of in that prosumer type space where it's like a lot of the other stuff, it's like, it was just kind of like a tier below or just professional. And it's like, they kind of really hit, really rocked that middle ground and they do a lot to support 
a lot of creators. There's like so many contests and just so much stuff that they do. That, uh, that's what really impresses me about them. But now it's like there's a bit of an onslaught from, from manufacturers like going after their space that they've held quite firmly for quite some time. Yeah, I can imagine. I, um, and so one of your, you, in, I think it was your C-stand review, you were saying, um, and so you're setting the C-stand up and you're talking about it and you're saying that, you know, hey, it was made by, is it newer or newer? Newer? I don't know. That's what I think. I think it's newer. And, (laughs) um, you know, you're right. It's not a brand overall that, that inspires a lot of confidence. They, um, I actually, I actually have a light back there that is like a month old and, um, you can plug it in and that's why my lights kind of jacked up. And so you can, you can plug Mm -hmm. it in and, um, you can charge this baby hundred percent set it up and and halfway through the conversation it turns off <laughs> yeah and, and so it did that it turned off and i i threw it on the dresser and um i don't know a month like la- literally a month later i i grab it and i'm like oh i need to charge this thing and i pick it up hit the button and it comes on i'm like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> you've got to be kidding me and so i'm curious um has there been has there been equipment that you've purchased that you immediately regretted? Um, for the most part, no. Um, I don't purchase a lot of equipment, or I don't purchase very often because it's expensive. So I, I do try to do my research, and I also like temper my expectations. So I know I, I guess it's I know what I'm getting into. Like there's been the odd thing, like a camera cage or something like that, where I get it and it just like falls apart on me. It's just a piece of crap. But uh, for the most part, I think it's just that that combination of doing some research and having, you know, having appropriate expectations for what you get. It's like I like when people complain, like ah, I bought this like hundred and fifty dollar light and, you know, it's it is it isn't a thousand dollar light. Right. <laughs> like, you- like that's their complaint about it. You actually, you actually had that disclaimer pop up in one of your videos that, um, you know, and, and it, it was comical. It was kind of like lower your expectations, but it, but what it, <laughs> yeah, and you won't yeah. be disappointed. Right. And, and, but you know, that's the point. I mean, and so, you know, if you, if you, if you send Neewer, you know, $35 for a little led panel light, um, you just got a $35 light and it might make it through the recorded and it might not. Um, mm-hmm. And so I know you recently got two of the um, the Godox SL60Ws. Yeah. What do you think of them? I think that they are absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm amazed as to it's they're so basic, so simple, cheap, relatively rugged, and if they die on me, I'm not like too worried about it. I'm not too. I don't have to be precious about them. But it's amazing. That's one of those things where what you can get now versus maybe three years ago, you couldn't get anything like that for a a price remotely close to that. And like I had bought some of those kind of like the big like panel array lights, which I do. I just use them kind of like in the studio right now for my like installed lighting for making videos because they're pretty much useless for anything outside of that. And I essentially pay the same amount for those versus getting, you know, those newer lights with uh, uh, 
with like a Bowen's Mountain stuff, like just so much more versatile and like pretty much better in every way. It's got to piss you off, man, to be like, hey, <laughs> you know, and, and that's the great thing about about some of these channels and, and yours included is that, you know, you can go and, and buy the, the, the newer panel light and, and pay the same price that you're going to pay for you know, a, a, a nice Godox with a soft box and everything else. And, um, and it's going to make an incredible difference. I, um, and so my, my lighting sucks today. I, I had some issues and just, you know, finally was like, who cares? You know, they'll, they'll be paying more attention to his hat than they will my lighting. So <laughs> fuck it. It's, we're just going to run with it. But I, I have noticed, um, you know, a very slight upgrade can make a huge difference and, and so how much of a how much of a difference did you did you notice when you switched out the lights um you know what the it wasn't that big of a difference at first what it actually was i think that weirdly the game changer is i got those lights but then i got like instead of having like rickety stands to put them on getting something heavier was the real game changer it was like the light was it's like, oh, this light is better, but it's still on this rickety stand and it's a pain in the ass to use. But once I was able to really control where I put it, that was that's what changed things. That's what made it made everything seem so much more uh, powerful and versatile. And uh, I could dial everything in just because I could, you know, just have that little bit more control and stability in it. So I guess when you're talking about like low on the low end of equipment like that, the light is one thing, but being able to put that light where you want to put it is, is the game changer. Yeah, it's definitely, um, I've noticed that depending on where, you know, my light is or, or, you know, um, things it, it's really understanding. I think, I think a lot of what, you know, audio, video, lighting, that sort of thing really comes down to to understanding where things need to be placed, how they need to be used, um, stuff like that. And so I know like I um, and so I'm using the SM7B and I recently bought the um, the Rode Pod mic, which is an excellent mic. And so the, the difference is um, the Rode. And so this is the this is the pod mic. It um, and so it doesn't come with a it doesn't come with a windscreen. And it's incredibly plosive heavy. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it gets every single P it gets, it's very sibilant. It, um, you know, you breathe on this fucking thing and it just sounds like you're in a wind tunnel. And so you can, <laughs> you can get a little, you can get a little, you know, little wind foam thing for it. And, and it makes, I'm so surprised difference. that it doesn't come with one. You would, well, it's only a hundred dollar microphone. Um, nice. and so I, I kind of get it, but, um, you know, the thing is, is, um, I, and so I've been using a, um, I've been using a pop filter with it. And the issue with the pop filter, um, a couple of my recordings were really, and so it was recorded conversations. And what would happen is, you know, my guest is just loud as hell and it, you can't, you can barely hear me. And so what I realized was, you know, cause I'm sitting here messing with my audio interface. I'm doing everything, trying to figure this thing out and, and just working like, you know, like crazy trying to, you know, in post-processing, trying to fix this and to no avail. And so what it was is the, um, 
the the windscreen was about four or five inches from the front of the microphone and so it's one of those microphones that it's like the sm7b it really wants you right up on it i've purchased equipment and been immediately pissed off because i didn't get the result that that someone on youtube got and then i realized that i was using it wrong or <laughs> I, you know, I just didn't know what i was doing and so i wonder you know when you get to the point um that people are sending you stuff because you know inevitably that's going to happen how long do you think you're gonna you're gonna mess with something before you decide to to make a video and and endorse you know the purchase of it yeah that's you know what i think i've, I've done some videos in the past where it's like you know I, I got something and i'm like yeah this thing's pretty sweet i liked it and then i lived with it a bit longer and i'm like this thing is junk <laughs> or it's just like, eh, it's not as good as, as I thought it was. But yeah. I, but I think that that's probably the way that I go with things. Instead of being like, I got this thing. I thought it was garbage, but then I warmed up to it. I'll be like, I, I got it. I thought it was great. And then I fell out of love with it. Like I, maybe that's you're one of one of one or the other. <laughs> what would you tell mm -hmm. somebody starting out? What would be the biggest advice you would give someone? I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm in enough of a position yet. I haven't been successful at it yet. Although the fact that you kind of found me and I'm doing this podcast right now, maybe alludes to uh, me being on the right track. Um, but I'd say the best advice is the same advice that I give for anything that anybody does of any consequence is it's, you, you have to ask yourself like what you, what your motivation is. Why are you doing this? Why do you want this? And uh, when it comes to, I guess, anything in life, uh, you kind of, you kind of get what you ask for, you know, when it comes to building an audience, I think like the quality of your content or what your content is, is directly proportional to what that, or to what the quality of your audience is. So it's almost like, like, garbage <laughs> i don't want to say this but like yeah. uh, garbage content kind of gets like a like you know you might be able to get a following but it's like a very fair weather following and and i think a big part of creating then that that like good content that gets a good um audience is about having the right motivations and wanting to do it um, kind of for its own sake, you know, you're not, you don't not, don't want to do it because you want to be famous or, uh, get some sort of following or gain some sort of influence. Cause I think that's exactly what you'll get if you're, you know, if you're lucky.